Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You know Legally Blonde and you know Into the Woods. So far, those are the two mm-hmm. that you've, you've responded to. I've responded to more. I recognize them. Please, listeners, back me up. Paul, do you think I'm too fat to play Elf? <laughs> Good Lord, no. <laughs> that is forbidden. <laughs> Absolutely not, you mongrel. Look at that. That's like a full split there. Yeah. I've always been. Take that to New Zealand. New Zealand? <laughs> yep. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, New Zealand. <laughs> Where the newsies go. Um, oh, my God. So, you guys, our friend Johnny is in a production of Newsies in Chicago. And and I don't know if you guys have followed. Who Those of you who know me know that in the past six months, since February, actually, almost a full year, uh, I have. Wow, it's almost been. Yeah. Um, right? Didn't we see Newsies in, in February? We did. And it's almost November, so so I like, yeah, like three fourths of the year. Like rediscovered my love of Newsies and New Zealand, and the best um, place, New Zealand. It is. You can be thirty five and also seventeen. Am I right, <laughs> Jeremy Jordan? Um, I don't know if that's how old he is, but he's certainly not. 17. I feel like that's a good guess. Yeah, thirty five right? feels right. Like some early thirties. Yeah, he's hot. I'd fuck him. Y- well, yeah. Oh, especially Jack Kelly version of him. Mm. You do love your characters. I do love my characters. It is true. Anyway, I um love the Brooklyn's Here song. <laughs> of course she does. And Johnny texted me and was like, what's that newsy that you wanted me to be? And I was like, Brooklyn's Here, the Brooklyn's Here newsy. <laughs> the one who literally just like opens his arms into a wingspan and like saunters downstage because he's like... The Brooklyn's here, and we're going to save the day, Newsies. I um, wish you all could have seen the shoulder <laughs> action that was just happening in front of mine own two eyes. Mine own two eyes. That's all. Well, but it was you like it so much it almost convinced you to move to Brooklyn so that you could. That's not true. Well, listen, I needed to be true because <laughs> I needed that fantasy. I did consider moving to Brooklyn. That's, no, but. That's true. I, explicitly I, so that you could. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, so I could so I could sing that song. Yes. And also go into rooms and say. Have no fear. Brooke is here. I can yeah, still do that. that's true. You can do that anyway. <laughs> Damn it. That ruined my. Uh, anyway. I've accepted it. And We're moved the on. boys from the beaches of Brian. We are, however, Prospect not moving on from Newsies yet in this episode. <laughs> that's how I know my landmarks in Newsies. I mean, in Brooklyn. It's it's, from Newsies. I mean, that's we learned so much from theater, you know? Honestly, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't. I will break down. Ditto. What are the things that we've learned from See, Don't oh, Do It? Why are you? You just told me not to do it. Brooke is already crying. <laughs> Oh boy, ah hmm. uh, man! I'm very. I will say that I am very influenced by musical theater from a very young age. Mm-hmm. When I was seven, I was in my first show, and I was the balloon girl and gypsy. And after that, I sauntered into second. I grade. I know that one. Gypsy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I sauntered into second grade, and I was like, "I'm gonna be a stripper when I grow up," because Gypsy Rose Lee was a stripper. She sure was. And they were like a revolutionary one at that. And they were like. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's beautiful. Okay. And also, when I saw Ragtime... <laughs> I can just picture it so vividly. Oh, yeah. That very next year, maybe the same year, uh, I saw Ragtime, and Ragtime, is, um, as you may or may not know, is about, like, in the early 1900s and the conflict between African-Americans, Jews... I had it explained to me this summer and on a beautiful people. car ride, and I listened to the soundtrack. It's amazing. I love it. It's one of my favorite musicals. However... 
this is why this is how like when one looks in like the life journey of Brooke Wiseman, they'll be like, this girl's meant to go to Northwestern because uh-huh. I saw it. And there's a lot of historical figures. Booker T. Washington is in it. Henry Ford is in it, whatever. There were these biographies in our library and they were blue and I will never forget them. And I voluntarily went out and checked out the Emma Goldman, Henry Ford and the Booker T. Washington. And I've read them and I wrote voluntary book reports on them. Wow. Go cats. Yeah. Also go the power of musical theater right fucking there. <laughs> um, all right. So we've been talking about Newsies for five minutes now. Um, how are you, Miss Miss Bridge? I mean, don't pretend that's not a fraction of the time you could go. But I, but I agree. It's time to move on. <laughs> I could talk about it for my entire life. I'd, I'd listen. No, um, you wouldn't. You would say, Brooke, you need to shut the fuck up. I p- I'm just I'm just here to be supportive of you to a fault. You know, you know what I forgot about that I remember listening back to old podcasts. Oh, I was trying to remember what it was earlier. Supportive, supportive statements, statements only. only. Yeah. Uh, this is a conflict free podcast. Yeah. And don't you forget it. Just in case you w- were wondering what you were listening to well Well, do you want to tell us how you are first (laughs) i mean we may as well hi brooke hello bridget hi everyone welcome to splat Splat, the podcast where me bridget and me brooke talk about sex in the city 20 years later and 10 years younger you guys that's it yeah (laughs) that was it we backwards did though what did we backwards we normally say 10 years younger and 20 years later. That's what always fucks me up, I think, because today I was giving the pitch and I was like, 10 years later. Right. It's because it's it's order and number. You know what? Doesn't matter. We nailed it. That's what I want you to think. Thank you. Because it's true. Thank you. Thank you. So how are you? How am I? I'm pretty good. I um was uh, in Chicago last weekend, which was great. Feels like a million years ago already. Also, I got sick like two hours after I got off okay, the plane. So I kissed you goodbye on Saturday night and I woke up with a cold. Oh, <laughs> it's like the power of germs. Wow. Maybe it's just the two. Cause I, I wasn't sick until after I got off the plane. Yeah. Like it hit me out of like, nowhere. So like maybe quick. we just caught a germ and then we kissed it. Kissed it. We kissed a germ and I didn't love it to be honest, but it was a great trip anyway. And then it was a good kiss. <laughs> that's true. It took me by surprise, which is a, Wonderful. Her face was in my face and we were saying goodbye. I was I like, mean, well. what else would you do <laughs> when you're partying on the L <laughs> late at night uh, after our dear friend Agnes's birthday party? Happy birthday, Agnes. Um, Scorpio baby. Mm-hmm. And that was great. Although I still have like just like stuff in my lungs, you know, just for days. But I had a great week. And then, um, oh, wait, no, that was two weekends ago now. How time flies <gasps> because we took a week off. So last weekend, I. Oh my God. Yeah. Was, we were talking about the. Yeah. Some of my friends and I, um, well, I was dog sitting, which was great. And then on Sunday, some of my friends and I went to a pumpkin farm, which was not a really a farm at all. It was, and it, there are so many people, but it, so we stayed briefly and then we were like Googling places to pick apples. So we drove further upstate and went to this really cool farm and, and actually got to pick some apples, which was fun. But. Or it was an orchard, I guess. Farm is very generous. Those do exist upstate, but we did not go far enough. But on the way up there, we were on um, the, what is it? The Long Island Expressway. Probably. LEI, I think. LIE. Whoops. Yep. Thank you. That's how numbers. Nope. That's. (laughs) I'm done. Um, But here's the thing. We, the car right in front of us, um, like swerved into the dirt and then she either tried to overcorrect or her tire went. So she went, she just started swerving, swerving, like rocking back and forth. And within like four seconds, she shot across four <gasps> lanes of traffic and flipped into a ditch. <gasps> and we were li- like right behind her. She flipped into a ditch. Yeah. And did you guys stop? We did. We pulled over and called 911. Like everyone pulled over them. People like got out of their cars and ran. It was so crazy. We were, I've just like, it it happened so fast. Also Dalton, who was driving, shout out, just like saved our lives. Literally, it was was unbelievable. I am a gog, I am a gas. Well, the crazy thing too was that no one got hit along the way. That's crazy. Maybe it was three lanes. I think I exaggerated. Forgive me. But um, it was wild. Wow. I have been like Googling, trying to see if there's like news articles about it because we don't know what happened. Oh, yeah. Have you found anything? No, not yet. But it was crazy. That is crazy. I bet that means that she's okay. I hope so. Yeah. 
Did you see her get out of the car? No, the car was upside down in foliage and a ditch. That's horrifying. And well, the thing is too, we were traveling at speed. So like we had to, you know, even as we pulled over and like stopped the car, we were still past it a little bit. Yeah. But then all these people stopped behind us and um, Jesus. we called 911. Yeah, it was, I'm sure a bunch of people did, but it was wild. Yeah. So roller coaster, but it was a really fun day. <laughs> <laughs> it was not to put a damper on uh, the whole mood. No. Um, How are you? How Do you have any new fun ventures in your life? Who, me? Whom you? Yeah, I do. Uh, I started yoga teacher training this weekend. Fuck yeah. Uh, and... I'm very excited about it. Mm-hmm. I the I have a daunting task of taking 60 yoga classes in eight weeks. That's so many. How many does that average out to? About seven a week. Nice. Uh, and I'm, uh, I've done six because I started before. Oh, nice. Good. I did not do enough before, but I'm, I'm sick. I'm a tenth of the way done. Nice. Um, bit by bit, baby. Putting it together. Yes, um, I'm on fire tonight, um, but I, yeah, I'm doing that, namaste, you, it's, I'm really excited about it, I think, you know, I, I had toyed with, like, the idea, well, uh, first of all, if you had told me five years ago, if you had told me two years ago, if you had told me six years ago, nope, six months ago even, that so much of my life would be fitness based that like I l- would like be w- training to teach fitness to some people. And I know yoga is like, you know, toes a line between like spirituality and fitness, but it's like working. It it's is definitely fitness. It is body yeah. based. And like also like flywheel as you know, bay, but I would have laughed like I, it's just like, it's never Isn't been that wild how things can just like, it's happen. just like my life has that, aspect of my life has changed so much um and I've been I don't know I've been feeling like bluesy lately yeah um we talked a lot about this we did we fought Bridget and I have to have been are working on making time for each other as friends not just as business and not partners. just business partners and it's hard um well, but both we of have us to, are bibbity bi- people we are bibbity bobbity busy we are bibbity bobbity bibbity bobbity oh that also is true we certainly were on Friday. Saturday? That was Saturday. That oh. was Saturday. I lose I, track of time. I said just it like was you do. I yep. said it was Friday at dinner and the waitress was like, What? And I was like, No, 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 no. Oh, I, that's true, literally. I don't know the days. Um She was like she she had a real moment in front of us. Yeah, but it's this weird feeling. We went to the meatball shop. It was I love meatballs. Heckin' good. Heckin' good. Um, but I to speak to my my depression a little bit. Hey, let's do it. I love talking to my me too. I, I feel I feel like I'm have I feel like a lot of positive things coming at me. Um but I don't know what they are necessarily and I don't know when they're coming. So it's like I'm stand I, I so I've been like I feeling like growing pains and like angsty or mm. they're like emotional mm-hmm. growing pains. Oh yeah. So I can like feel this energy, but it's like across a bridge and I don't like I can't I don't know when I'm supposed to go across the bridge. Right. Or if the thing is going to come to me. So I'm just feeling a little like top yeah. of a roller coaster yeah. too. But it's really good and I think it's all going to end up being good things. That's exciting. Um, especially because. Growth is fun even when it's hard. It's Well, son, not always. <laughs> speaking of growth. Just kidding. <laughs> That's wildly untrue. What did you say? I said growth is fun even when it's hard, which is the opposite of true. No, not fun. Not fun. <laughs> That's um, my uh, pretend positive brain speaking. You know what is fun? Retrospect. <laughs> Yo. Um, hindsight is 2020. Um, it's season three. I know. Talk I can't believe growth. it. And we are so excited because we're, we've rebranded. Yeah, you might have noticed. Take a look at your uh, little screenies if Take you'd like to screeny, notice our new. Check our Instagram probably by now. Yes, definitely. Um, we want to just like, give a big old shout out to Miss Caroline Reedy. Thank you so much. Who 
drew this for us because I was like, hey, Caroline, will you draw this? And then it became, she was like, oh, I had this idea actually. Like if you guys looking, and I, we like texted all day and I was so annoying. It was amazing. And you guys put together the perfect. It's so unbelievable. Caroline has just started this like drawing project for herself. It's called Doot Doodles. You yeah, should check it out. It's very cute. on Instagram. There's an un- underscore, yeah. At D-O-O-T underscore doodles. Doot doodles. It's worth it. It's, it's amazing. amazing. She also pulled, she did it so fast. She did I'm it just so an, fast. I'm odd. Commission her for your Christmas yeah, commission presents, her. Hanukkah presents, birthday Affordable, presents. Affordable, unique, charming. Special. Yeah, honestly, she like, like could not have dreamed this. The eyes, I feel yes, like she like really I, captured us. Just there's soul in there, you know? And like the ladies, it's really unbelievable. And we are so excited about it. And it's just, it's fun to have a new season, you know? Hey, here we are, season three. Brooke texted me today that it was um, an episode where kind of for the first time she like was really wanted to keep watching afterwards. Yeah, because I love season three. I'm so excited. Everyone loves season three. We have some great little guests. This episode also felt longer. It was 30 minutes instead of 22. Oh, it is longer. It was longer. Oh, boy. Oh boy! I also I this watched this podcast it. is about to get a little longer. Everyone, sorry, buckle in. Uh, I was watching it at it's work. Okay, the today. MTA will take longer anyway. <laughs> Honest, if you're okay. I don't know if it. you guys saw this twi- Twitter tweet I posted, but I was literally sitting on the train, and it goes. It, oh, I saw this. <laughs> it made an announcement and was like, "Please be advised that construction on this MTA takes place on weekends at night." And during the midday, and I went, excuse me, isn't that all the time? <laughs> <It> <laughs> like, is. like when is that that not happening? Never, Welcome never. To that's hell. that's like I have to travel from like in the morning. Yeah, which I do, but also that's all time, all times, all the other times. So you can go a place and never back. Unless he was like, it happens on the weekends, weekend middays and weekend evenings. In which case, I'm like. Okay, but I know that was In that true. case, he could just say all weekend because that would be a, all of the weekend. Time. That's true, too. MTA is confusing. What were you going to say? I interrupted you to finish that. To talk about the trains? Mm-hmm. Oh, that we're going to be longer? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't and know. you were going to say something. Well, um, okay. Should we dive in? I think we should definitely dive in. Let me. I'm excited about this one. I have many thoughts and feelings. <laughs> me, too. I love a good caps. Oh, I was at work. I was watching it at work. Oh, here we go. I got there. And my coworker, I was on lunch break, everybody. Um, I get a lunch break now. That's amazing. Um, and she just it's walks by. Things. She walks by. She sees them at the table with the number. She goes, oh, I love this episode. <gasps> and then she was talking about how she's a Miranda She's talking about how she's applying for our dogs and she feels like Miranda because they're like, just you, just me. And she like took a quiz and she realizes that like she's a Miranda because like she's a successful single woman. And she, and I was like, uh, Miranda's grappling with that in this. I literally said, we're all Miranda's. <laughs> all the goodies. Miranda is on fire all the time, all the time, all the time. All the time. Just like you tonight. <laughs> the first thing. That you you like zoom in on them on a ferry, and the, my first thought was, ah, glad to see cigarettes survive for season three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cigarettes survive for a while. I'm sure they do. It's just remains surprising to me. Where is oh in front of me? So they are I going. Da- I downloaded Google Net Google Keep. I love it. Isn't it fun? It just it, it's so much nicer than Notes. You can make them look how you want. I had, I did have a moment where I was downloading this and I was like, I use Google Maps, I use Google Chrome, I I use Gmail. Should I just get a fucking Android? (laughs) Like, why do I, why am I using an Apple phone when all I do is download the Google apps? They make good um, apps. I love the suite, you know, the Google suite. What's that? It's like Google Docs, all of the, yeah. Also, Samantha in this opening shot and this whole scene is just like she this looks pinup hair. Yeah. She looks unbelievable this episode. Did you see today that like Kim Cattrall, like do you follow the Betches sup? The, no. They like send like, so I get my like New York Times daily and then at, at noon I get my like Betches version of the news. Amazing. Which is like, this is happening in the news, GIF. And I'm like, this is a language <laughs> I can you. understand. But like Kim Cattrall just like shitting on everybody during, about the sex and Whoa. movie. Yeah. I have read some of her quotes about it. Well, and her being like, I'm just, I, I've done this forever and I've been her forever and I love her, but I, I'm old and I don't want to. She's also like, I was never friends with them. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't see that. Sat bitch. Yeah. She looks hot in this. She does. Uh, I'll get there. I have to say their acting chemistry, like she pulls it off, but it doesn't shock me to hear that. No. I can see her like this being a job I'm sure for she her. and Kristen Davis like got along. I feel like like yeah. you can have chemistry with someone and hate right. them. <laughs> That's true. Look, so, she's wearing like gold gloves and yeah, a red she is. fur coat. They wear a lot of fur. They do. I have noticed that as well. So They're going to Staten Island. For Staten Island, Carrie says, um, okay, well, they had this moment where they're like looking across the water at Manhattan yeah. and how big it is. I was like, this how is- How small it is. Or how small it yeah. is. And, and it's so beautiful. I have this moment often too, looking at the island from a distance. And then- or from the air. And then Miranda's like, isn't it crazy that that's where all of our old boyfriends are? I know. And, and I was, I was like, like, didn't even cross my fucking like, mind. like, why, why, why do you have to make yeah. this about men? Because that's and Carrie, what the So they're going to a out. fundraiser for firemen. And Carrie's like, the, the benefit of being a minor New York celebrity is that you get invited to be at minor events. So she's actually judging she's this. She's judging like this like str- competition. Yeah, they're they're like taking their shirts off and dancing. It's for a calendar and, and all the firemen. Are people bid- bidding on them? I think they're bidding on them. Yeah. Samantha looks so hot. I would wear that shirt. It's like a green like mock turtleneck with like a cutout yes. where your cleavage is. Yes. I would rock sleeveless. the shit out of that. It's amazing how much of this is has, yes you would, that's like completely up your alley. But it's amazing how much of this is like right now come back around. Carrie on the other hand is dressed like a 12 year old going to the mall. I know. Carrie does not know how to dress for the it's right bizarre. occasion. Um, but John Slat- Slayer- uh, Slattery, Slattery, yeah. he's I was here. Like, oh, hey. I wrote Sterling Cooper. <laughs> um, I started disliking this character and it. I'm very excited to talk about it. I think he's so hot though. He's so hot. Just oh like, yes. He's like that perfect like successful dad hot, you know? He's so hot. Yeah. I thought, I didn't think he was hot in Mad Men, but I guess maybe now that I'm older, like I don't think I only I, ever watched a season or two of that. However, I w- well, I guess it's ni- 2000, 2001. Right. What's his name? John Slattery. John Slattery. Like <laughs> yeah. if if two thousand and one John Slattery came up to two thousand and seventeen Brooke. Oh I, yeah. I would maybe fuck him. Right. But I. I don't think I would Because we're going back in time. Right, We're right, going right. back in time. Yeah, makes sense. So he's like what? Yeah, Rob- we live in Sex in the City world while we're here. <laughs> and time. Do you think that Sex in the City land is close to New Zealand? <laughs> I absolutely do. <laughs> They're in an archipelago of their own. <laughs> um, I love this hair on Miranda. It's like longer and she's wearing it kind of like, f- not long, long. It's like a long short hair I don't even know how to describe it's it it's a long longer pixie cut yes pixie thank you that's what I was looking for but it just looks so good she, they're like they. she comes and she's like I have drinks and they're like what is it she's like they stat, didn't have cosmos a Staten Island iced tea and Miranda takes one sip and goes I'm drunk she <laughs> says hello I'm drunk it's so funny <laughs> I love her so I, much I wrote I love Miranda I also live for this weird phenomenon they have of Miranda making Miranda make gay jokes because or like lesbian like illusions. I know she's so cute because Samantha's like, um, uh, what does she say? She says something about letting Wait, I someone. Want kid, yeah, I want, and then I want to. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I, I, I just sorry. I just what was I? Oh, oh, oh. She says something about. Um, oh, oh. We know. So we find we establish that the ladies know about Steve and that it's still happening. And Miranda's like, "There's no having of Steve. Like, yes, yes, it's happening. But no, it's- we're just friends." There it is. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't have Steve. I don't have Steve. And Samantha's. She says, we're just friends. And, and Samantha, Samantha goes, said, we're just friends, but I don't put my dick in you. And Miranda <laughs> goes, another one of these and I might let you. Thank you. That's there what I wanted to go back um, for. And then the, this fireman comes on stage and Samantha gets a close up like, oh, moment. And he's really, I mean, he's cute. Most of the he's, men up there honestly are not that cute. Not the cutest one that was up no, there. No, he's definitely not. But some of them, re- yeah, like his body also not that hot. But Samantha's really into this like big thing. Ricky represents from Engine 53 in Lower Manhattan. And in famous Samantha, Samantha she goes, says, I'd show him my Lower Manhattan. And Charlotte goes, ew. It's She's so such a little funny. birdie I over her Charlotte. shoulder. And Charlotte's like her her usual kind of like they're in a grungier place and she's like not having it, which makes what happens later. later. Even Amazing. So I want to put in that quote about the arms. Fucking <laughs> arms are cute. You know what they say? Big arms. Big arms. And then this weird transition with a disco ball. You just zoom in on disco ball. Yep. Sex and the City has not figured out the art of the transition. So they're all drunk. It's fun to watch them try. 
they're fun and drunk and they're just dance. They're doing what something that I love, which I discovered in Ireland where you and your friends are literally just like on a dance floor, just fucking dancing. I love that. It's I, amazing. I want to do that. Can we do it's that? It's great. Yeah. I, I mean, I have to find the, the right place. I just got to go and find some places. Let's I'm sure they I exist. Can. Dancing is great. Um, and then, you know, Samantha, Samantha wild, like winds her way through the crowd with her Shirley Temple hair. And she like walks, she makes eye contact with the fireman and then she walks past him and then she turns immediately. <laughs> she funny. really knows how to strike a power pose. I mean, she yes, is so she hot. Does. She just like radiates. She's giving me this whole episode though, like stalker chanting in Greece. Oh, wow. Yeah. Especially That's in the that thing. Her hair scene. is wild. Looks, her hair looks crazy. Yes, definitely. They really experiment with them in some interesting ways. She introduces herself and they're like... Yum, yum, yum. We're going to fuck. Slow handshake. I saw you up there. I saw you too. Excuse me. That was a little burp for you. A little burpee. Just saying hi. Oh my God. Today we did um, this thing Mm -hmm. where we did a burpee. We listened. We put on rock. This is the fun thing. Oh gosh. Oh God. Um, (laughs) Oh gosh. Oh God. I'm very disturbed. We put on Roxanne Uh -uh. and we did a burpee every Uh -uh. time he said Roxanne. Anything with a burpee in it. Wow. That's a lot of burpees. It but it's nice because the rock sands can be really drawn out. Yeah, it's like one rock sand. It's like thunderstruck. But then at the end, it's like you have to deal with the fade out. So John Slattery Judge <laughs> comes over to bum a cigarette, and he's a politician, a retired he politician. Is. Um, and he's he was checking Carrie out a little bit early, so we know he's you know thinking. And they're flirting, and their banter is strong. They, they- do have strong banter. And then he offers to buy her a drink, and he's like, thanks for helping me out during the contest. She says, okay. Um, she's wearing these really ridiculous hoop earrings. It's like she knows she's going whole, to Staten whole Island. outfit is So ridiculous. she put on these, like, gaudy hoops. Yes. Yes, all of it. It's so, it's like, I, I don't know what this, this look was about. They're having a very, very cute chat. And they're, it is they're cute. joking about, like, how Carrie was a tough judge. And she, he's like, all those halves. And she's like, what can I say? Sometimes. A girl needs a half. And he asks her which district she votes in. And she's like, whichever one's near Barney's. And it comes out that Carrie doesn't vote. I wrote Carrie. Carrie. Never voted. Unsurprising, but disappointing. So he like is like really like wants to. I like to think that she votes in the general election, but not in the local elections. Who boy. But I don't need to. That's not what this fair, podcast fair. is about. That's true. It's not. But it's fun to ponder. Um, I couldn't help but wonder, <laughs> if you will. Uh, well done. Um, but then he's like, tell me your address just for politician purposes. I'll tell you the district. And so she does, which is, I mean, on one hand it's fun to be like, Oh, Carrie's address is 245 East 73rd. But also what? I know. It's so weird. And he's like for business purposes. And I'm like, okay, sort of cutie joke. But then he tries to use it on her again for her number later. And I was like, dude, bad line. He's so hot. He's very, very attractive. Young him is a whole different level. But he's like... Oh, can you imagine him before he went gray? She she says something kind of dismissive. He's also the brother on Will and Grace. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. She says something kind of dismissive to him. And he's like, huh, what happened? Like, bad breakup? He, like, somehow knows. And she, like, turns around and is like, can't talk about it. Okay. So she runs over to Miranda. Miranda's like, what happened? Samantha went home with the firefighter. And Carrie goes, he's just too, I'm the guy. And I wanted to ask you... What do you think that means? I'm the guy. Like, what what does that imply about a person? Because I actually don't know. I'm curious. I think it's actually something more about Carrie saying something more about her than she is about him. I think she's or, – or okay, so what I think it kind of means is that it's, like, so easy and comfortable. Hmm. You know when you already feel a little bit dropped into something? Uh-huh. When you've just met someone? Oh, I thought it was, like, a confidence thing. It, that could also be he's it. He's evocative. That of, makes a lot of, of sense. Big and banter, like I'm the guy you should date. I'm the guy you should be. like. He, I thought it was like it was like a a a, a cock of the so, walk. Type okay, situation. so so see what I mean? Then that's more about her. That's about her saying this guy is too much like the, like these neuroses I have. Uh huh. Like that that I think you you kind of are thinking what yeah yeah no I was just I was wondering your your thoughts on that. That's a good question. Thanks. Because it does feel like what Carrie's saying is just like somehow this is just like too much, too familiar, you know? 
he he actually I saw him give someone the thumbs up. Yeah, she's like, so he's like, I hate to tell, break this to you. He's kind of like a because because Miranda's kind of like, what's the problem? Like he's cute and he's into you, and she's like, I hate to break this to you, but I saw him give someone a thumbs up. And Miranda's like, oh, you're right, we have to go. Um, and then they pan over to drunk Charlotte. They're like, where's Charlotte? Who is alone dancing in the middle of the singing along. It is so fucking cute. Her jacket's like hanging off her shoulders and she's just having the best time with herself. I love Charlotte. I love drunk Charlotte. Feeling herself. I, yes, I wrote, I wrote, I've never been so endeared to Charlotte. Also drunk Charlotte is just Charlotte intensified. (laughs) Like when they're on the, they get on the boat. (laughs) I thought, well, it's, it makes, so they, then they go on the Staten Island Ferry and I was like, to get home. I've never been on the Staten Island Ferry. We should do that. We should. Two girls. Uh, actually, wait, Staten Island? No, not Staten Island. I've been to, um. Ellis Island? No. Maybe it was Staten Island. Roosevelt Island. Governor's Island. Governor's Island. Anyway, yeah. they're on the ferry and, and <laughs> Charlotte is like, Carrie goes and zips her up and she does this whole little monologue. I'm nice too, aren't I? Yes, you're nice. Mm, I'm nice. I'm pretty and I'm a smart. I'm a catch. And and Charlotte, you she know. goes off of the marriage rails again. Because even then, when she's like, "This is my year," she's like, "I'll be married within this year. It's all gonna happen I was like, for me." There's all these lovely positive affirmations that she gives herself, and I was like, "Yes, this is what we love about this show. It's so empowering for women." Then immediately, it becomes about men again. Although in this instance, it does. It yes, of course, it does. But it just feels like it says a lot about Charlotte, maybe yes. more so than the show, because sure. it's just like this is her whole thing. She thinks well, she's lost. Yeah. I thought she was going to fall in. Also, did yeah, you too, clock Carrie. Carrie's gold boots? Yes. And that weird little handbag. She bag. looks ridiculous. Yes, she does. Um, something set Charlotte on fire. There's a lot like... I All I could think about was sex fire. <laughs> your sex fire and your sex fire pillow and your... I just threw away my sex fire oh, pillow. Oh, what a tragic moment. So you I, have a photo forever, though. So I got a new duvet cover and a new pillow. Oh, yeah, they came. And, Send um, me a pic. Oh, I will. And I... um. I had to throw away the, I, I like, Ugh. I like, I don't, I didn't need the mm-hmm. sham anymore because the pillows were pillows, like not just pillowcases. Oh, right. Yeah. And I was like, this is the end of an era. Wow. Beautiful. Well, I said that because we pan uptown where Samantha and Fireman are. Samantha is getting It is nailed. so funny. This sex scene is so funny. She's like, he's like what's thrusting into her yeah and she's like you're so big (laughs) and strong and then sirens yeah like a vocal she literally goes to the top of her Her register (laughs) and it's so loud and sustained they call it carrie narrates a four alarmer and i I was like i have literally never once felt compelled to make a noise like that during sex well no matter how good it is maybe you gotta have sex with a fire like that where yeah, you I guess. Si- no, that was a, you know, for the... F- it oh, of course it like is. It's just siren. so... Oh, I know. It's just so but, funny. I mean, that's why they call it a siren. Am I right? But she's really into it. I mean... <laughs> so then the next morning they're at breakfast and I had a moment where I was like, you guys just left each other and now you're getting brunch. Like... Yeah. Well, that's true love. <laughs> I guess that's true. They needed to make sure Charlotte was alive. <laughs> I guess I've done that before. Yeah. Kylie and I have gone through like marathons like that. Mm, that's nice. It was there's so a cute. shot. It was, it was like Char- uh, Samantha wanted to give the details. Miranda wanted to do this, and Sh- Charlotte wanted to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and she looks. They do a good job of making her look hungover. But they pan to her breaking into a poached egg, and I was like, "This egg is the sexiest thing that's been on this <laughs> show so far." <laughs> Samantha looks like straight up Rizzo. Like she's wearing yes. like a button down like. Like, oh, like a men's dress shirt except light pink but unbuttoned down to her boobs it's rizzo yeah it, i know exactly what you're thinking of charlotte just goes oh my hair my head my hair hurts and this conversation is actually super super interesting to me carrie at the beginning is like uh, i mean as samantha's getting into it she's like can we lighten up this cock talk because <laughs> samantha's really going in on the details of her fireman yeah and Charlotte is like, I think it's wrong to fulfill a fantasy. To sleep with a man just to fulfill a fantasy. Yeah. You, and and it's true. Samantha goes, you fantasize about living in a big apartment on Park Avenue and having a big stock portfolio. And I fantasize about a fireman with a nice big hose. Right. So if you're fucking a man to get married to him, get those things, then maybe you're doing it for the same reason. And then they start like or impulse, talking you know? about firemen and how cute they are. 
And Miranda's like, even when they're not that cute, what's up with that? And Carrie goes, it's the hero thing. Right. And that sort of opens up a right. version of the, the plot line. Mm-hmm. The, and, and is there a delicate? They've got that I'm a good guy look in their eyes, mm-hmm. which I feel like. I have so many thoughts about this in this episode as it goes on. Good guy eyes oh, or yeah. this? Good guy eyes. Just or good, just the good guy thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you want to unpack or do you want to wait? No, no. I want to wait because there, there are moments. Okay. Charlotte then goes and presents, it's because women really want to be rescued. And Carrie goes, what? Right. Well, she's she's like. Independent single women in their 30s are are never supposed to think, let alone say out loud. Right. And so she's taken aback both kind of like, are you serious? And also like. I can't believe you acknowledged the thing we all feel. They're like, what are you waiting for? Like a white knight to come through? Did you ever think that maybe we're the white knights and we're the ones that have to save ourselves? That is so depressing. Is it? Because I was like, Carrie's had some growth. Mm-hmm. Carrie, Carrie is finding her independence. Yeah. It is interesting to watch their reactions that's what it is. to it. Charlotte's like, that's so depressing. And Carrie goes, is it? And then she, I wonder. So she wonders. If Prince Charming had never showed up, would Snow White have slept in that glass coffin forever? I was like, third season carries, coming in hot. Or would she have eventually woken up, spit out that apple, gotten a job? It's great. I mean, it's a it's Carrie's column, you know? But she, the big question is... Inside every confident, driven single woman, is there a de- delicate, fragile princess just waiting to be saved? Shall we yeah, discuss? Yeah, do it. I think that in 2001... Yes, more so than now. I think mm-hmm. that I think that we are still fair, yeah. we were still being taught. Like I think, like we've talked about this a lot, but like especially, be, I mean, we're speaking as people at, not at that age. Where like, but I think being thirties, there was an expectation that you were married, if not very close to being married, right? And the single woman was taboo, and now I feel less that that's true. And I feel like we have all evolved uh, into becoming our own prince and princesses. Mm, beautiful. Um, want to give a quick shout out to our friend, friend of the podcast, Laura, who has a really great children's coloring book. Yes. Called Her Highness Builds Robots. Indeed, indeed. It's um, an amazing coloring it's book. It's really cool. And it, it's, it's empowering. It's empowering. And it's fun. So I just yeah, wanted to check it out. Check it out. Good call. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of thoughts yeah. that I'm going to try and like rein in so that they're coherent in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I agree a lot with what you're saying. And I think in a, in a broader sense from like being 30 and unmarried, I still think there's for a lot of women in particular, this like bigger desire to somehow be not rescued maybe so much as like taken care of yeah. or, and I think a, I think, that's largely conditioned, but I do think it's a real desire for a lot of people. And it, I also think it's totally valid for those people 100%. who feel that way. Um, but you're right. I do think there's like in the big picture sense, less of this rescue in particular. Like, I don't think we feel we need so much, but yeah. I think there's still this like m- larger than life, like night hero sort of like desire to have someone be that person for you. Yeah. I think for me, I like still less in the idea of like a Prince Charming. I do believe, I think it's like shifted for me, maybe mm-hmm. the, the concept of like, there's a one. Yeah, you know, or like, like there's someone who's going to be all these things for you specifically who's going to like adore th- you yeah. and take care of you. I think and for me yeah. like the love aspect of it that yeah, comes totally. with finding the the Prince Charming or the White Knight, not a Lancelot or an angel with wings, You're t- yep. just someone to love me who's not afraid of a few nice things. Thank you, Meredith Wilson, Circa the Music Beautiful. Man. But <laughs> you're nailing it. That's kind of the middle well, of what both of us were saying, though, like is that it's broad, like an know, emotional it, desire. Yeah, 100%. It's and a different it, definition of prince and it's a different definition of rescue. Yes. And I think that, like, it's so great that we have role models like, you know, Broad City Girls, whereas, like, girls who are our age in 2001 were watching this. Right. We're like, they're each other's knights. And eventually, it doesn't have to be ro- romantic. It doesn't have to be. I mean, Abby Abby and Alana, Alana. you know, like that, that's what that's all about. And they are queens. Of course they are. 
And so that's what you need. You don't need a prince because you go straight to being a fucking queen. Right. You're a queen. I'm a queen. Yas right. queen. And also you can find those, you know, for this is also just like, just to say it, you know, this is a super like heteronormative st- straight people getting married, you know, view uh-huh. of things. We're like, that's probably true actually still for a lot of straight people who Especially are going to get married. Especially straight people who come from where Charlotte comes right. from and went to Smith. Right. <laughs> you know, but like, there are a lot of people who just like don't even think of the world in these terms anyway. Exactly. Beautiful. Okay. Great. Love it. Pound it. Um, women just want to be rescued. So um, we, we go find to out an that there's fascinating. Woman, there's one woman who does not want to be rescued. She does not. And it is obviously your friend of mine, Tony. <laughs> Emmy. And Grammy Award winner, <laughs> Cynthia Nixon. <laughs> and you know what's kind of crazy that is happening? I did not know that this had been a thing for this long. She's getting LASIK, LASIK. Eye, eye surgery. Yeah. So she's, well, first of all, her in these glasses she she it's like staggering i love them <laughs> she looks so good she's and so cute. fucking beautiful she's amazing i love her so much but and i'm sad i like she hasn't worn them all the time but now she's she's like i can't believe i'm gonna open my eyes tomorrow and be able to see without glasses without contacts and he's like well actually you won't your eyes are gonna be blurry you're gonna be sedated the doctor is like you need someone to take you home right that's what i'm saying so she because she goes from this like i can't believe i'm gonna be able to see and the doctor's like Punny well, first thing is you like, have to like go yeah sleep. he's like actually <laughs> yeah it'll and take she's a bit. like no i'll be fine and he's like no you're gonna be on on drugs you like need someone to come and pick you up and so we come to, to rescue this, you if you will this unbelievable scene of, kills of steve me. and miranda talking about the eye surgery and steve being like this is gross and them kissing about it she's like it's gonna be amazing but they're gonna like peel my eye back and pop the top off he's like this is so gross and he's like do you want me to come help and she's like i don't need anybody and he's like that's not what i'm saying he he says 14 14 minutes he gets her desire for independence he's like he's i didn't best. say that you needed me i offered to be there and then she was like i'll have carrie do it and he's like why he says she importantly she says i'm gonna ask carrie and he's like why would you ask carrie when i just offered and they have this moment where she's like well he's like i'm your friend and she's like well, she says, Carrie's my friend. And he says, what are, what, what does am that, I? what am I? And she says, well, we haven't exactly established that. And then she's like, you coming up? And, and he goes, says, well, we haven't exactly established that. But they have kind of like a and cute then he's moment. Like, and then he's like, Miranda, what are we doing here? And instead of, <laughs> instead of like having the conversation they need to have, Miranda starts talking about the eyes. Again. She's like, and then they flip the lid up. And then he kisses her, and then it's, and so, then it's cute. so cute. They're so cute. It hurts cute. my stomach. And it, you, it, it is a little bit like I, you can. Miranda's being cautious for a reason. She was so all in last time, and it ended so kind of abruptly. And like, she doesn't want to depend on anyone. She wants to be independent. And before, that's what he had an issue with, but too. But it's also that, like, super weird thing where it's, like, you're dating. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I've done that before. So have I. Of course. Where you're like, we're not dating. We're just hooking up. We're just we doing all, all of our time of the together. And things. I confide in him. And yeah. I talk to him all the time. Yeah. And someone's like, you're dating. And you're like, no, we're not. Yeah. But, like, that's what that is. Anyway, cut to Charlotte's crazy eyes. And, and, you know, Carrie and Charlotte are out. I do love when Charlotte and Carrie hang out. I think it is. It's, the, it's, it's cute. It's, it's kind of one of the best versions of Charlotte, Charlotte, too, because Carrie calls her out just enough. So and this gross guy named JJ hits on them aggressively. He wants to, well, just Charlotte. He wants to buy her a drink. Charlotte's like, let's move. I believe. And Carrie's thing is. Well, she also sees a guy across the bar and goes, I will meet you. <laughs> and uh, Carrie's like, Charlotte believes in. Bar feng shui or whatever, dating like feng dating feng shui. Like, if you move, your luck will change. And then the same guy comes over to them down the bar and gets aggressive. Yeah, not cute. He's, he's not cute. And then this handsome white guy. Also, did you notice? This sort guy? of handsome. He's actually kind of weird. Yeah, he's weird. It's like, excuse me. Uh, she said and, like, she's not interested. Her and then like very quickly punches the guy. And your first impulse is like, glad he's standing up for her. Second impulse is he's going to be the same, if not worse. He's doing it for his purposes. Well, and then he punches him. He punches him and, and Charlotte's like, somebody saved me. This is my night. Sometimes Sex in the City, though adorable, is n- subtlety is not its finest <laughs> no, quality. Indeed not. I would say. Indeed it is not. <laughs> and he does like very intense smile. Oh, and as and JJ's, like, getting up, he, like, grabs Gropes Carrie. Carrie. Like, makes her spill her drink. Um, and then fucking Carrie goes out and buys... S- s- so yes. many Jimmy Choo's that she maxes out her fucking credit card oh, again. I did. But I, I also can't believe that doesn't happen once a fucking episode. So also this guy that punched 
uh, the other guy on Charles' behalf. Oh, yes. name is Arthur. Uh-huh. And I was like, and then I went, oh, he voted for Trump. Uh, my brother-in-law is named Arthur. And it's funny because Carrie d- describes this guy as a nice, sweet, handsome, and f- handsome, funny investment banker. And I was like, literally, you cut investment banker off? It's my brother-in-law. <laughs> nice, sweet, handsome, funny Arthur. Except this guy. Is actually not really any of well, those things. Well, investment. If you like, put if you're like at a investment yeah. banker is like, like you're rooted Swallows to hell. Swallows the rest of those things. <laughs> like yeah. you could be the best Home. guy in the world, but you're like, you're an like investment I have banker. this secret like roots into mm-hmm. hell. You probably have a luxurious uh, four houses though. So, mm. and so, Carrie's walking home. Okay. Yes, Bridget. <laughs> it is preposterous to me that she does not respond to this differently i mean it's scary i know but that she that she doesn't after this interaction once she's like not with him anymore do something differently what do you mean carrie shows up at her house and john slattery is sitting there Uh he asked for her address under under the guise of like voting he shows if i won't answer the fucking buzzer if i'm home alone i don't answer phone well, numbers i him. don't know i won't pick up the phone <laughs> i like she she knows him a little bit from this night that he was like pretty aggressively flirting with her and she was like i don't know this freaks me out if a guy showed up at your apartment if john slattery showed up at my apartment okay but he doesn't stop doing this shit. she also gave him he's, his address he's like your number was yes which is dumb of carrie she he's like your your number was unlisted because here i brought you a voter registration form i've already started filling it out for you look i put under occupation i put heartbreaker look i really did and then he makes her sit down he won't let her walk away she sits down he makes her he's he's like she, I mean, she does all of this voluntarily. And here's the other Look thing. Like, you would when you're there. Eyes. This freaks me out, man. I don't know. Yes, like, he, he is, he's, he's very pushy. And he showed up at her fucking apartment. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just like this weird thing because the way that Sarah Jessica Parker is playing it is like, <laughs> she's coy. Well, she is. and But sometimes you have to play along, first of all, because it's a weird situation. You have to get out. Not saying that she should have done this because it's a tv show and i get it but it this writing was really like it surprised me because he does can i this is all of his behavior is this yes yes. he makes her do he just doesn't give her an option i I will posit that do you think i don't know it's weird without having the access to each other via the internet makes this so much different i mean do you mean that like people talk about this stuff more now no. You mean you can find more information about each other on the like internet? Like, I could, like, Instagram message someone, whatever, someone. Like, it's easier to find someone. Right. Which I understand. And her number's unlisted. I get it. He could, because, I don't know. He could her leave her Her number's unlisted note. because she writes a column for right. the New York Star. Right. I don't know. I was not so actively de- determined. At first, I was like, this is weird to me. But by the end of the episode... Like every, all of his behavior is exactly this. Like she'll, she says no to every single thing he asks multiple times and he doesn't take no for an answer. And she does play along, of course. Yeah. She could handle this differently if she wanted to. Clearly she's into it. But he's like the epitome of like, he literally says to her, like, I'm a nice guy. After a series of things, he's just like not let her said no to, including, so the way it ends, he's like, as a political favor, come to this thing with me on Saturday. And she says no like six times. And he's like, I'll be here at seven. You know, like. Yeah, I guess it's. And supp- he knows where she lives and he is going to show up again on Saturday at seven. No, it is. And he does. And now that you're saying it, I'll. It's That's like, all. It's very strange. It's, it's, and it's, it's weird because I feel like if Big did it, it wouldn't bother me. Is that weird? No. But he kind of is. I mean, the thing they have in common, too, are these. They're powerful men. They're powerful. Yeah. Like. Wow. Yeah, it's super because by the end of it, at the at the beginning, I agree. Like she doesn't need to freak out. He's on the steps. Although honestly, if I came home and someone I'd met months was waiting for me outside of my apartment, I would freak out. Even if I thought they were cute, if we met once, and that person, especially because you're right now, there are a million other ways you could reach out. So maybe that's adding to it. I don't know. If I talked to someone one night, and but you did but and you gave them your address if you chatted someone once on bumble and stupidly gave them your address and they showed up would that not weird you out i mean you would never do it well that's ever. different i've never met that person right <laughs> but i'm saying hypothetically i mean i'm just no, imagining it too uh, yeah no it freaks me out okay but 
but you're right like at the very beginning it's not but by the end of it no and then he follows her in the car and then you know like you're right you're right okay you're right I didn't mean to be right sorry I didn't mean to be so aggressive about no, this no, it just no. really surprised me because I kept expecting something to change yeah and like she d- but uh, we'll get there yeah. because I think that she makes a lot of ch- carry she, choices she yeah, doesn't which, carry like well it's also it is a tv show and like this makes a great plot and it's like fun and hot honestly because they're like doing this flirty thing yeah no but i'm sure this like yeah it it, it it is showing the male bravado in a way that is like and and it's true like men are taught i was talking to uh, i was listening to a podcast so retrograde if you guys that's a retrograde i'm mm-hmm. obsessed with it i love them if you guys ever stumble across this podcast i love you <laughs> but they were interviewing sophia bush and sophia bush was talking oh, about how like she's like i feel bad for men in a way because like they're taught all their lives that they can't express feelings totally like, they're like you have to man up you have to yeah. do this you have to be a man you have to do this so you, and, and that requires like, vulnerability cl- no, and, right yeah and it breeds this like sense of entitlement yeah that's like well that is being exhibited in this and i think that like it's 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 a big conversation totally yeah i mean we're having a and it's also very prevalent right now and yeah it's on, it's it's on the on brain our, and like it just seems to me like it, it, it's a, this storyline is about power. He has all this power and he just keeps using it. Yes. And that's and ultimately what most of this is about. But there is a crux of this mm-hmm. that we have yet to get to that right. we will get and to. And we will. Yeah. Um, that it, is why it, he exists. It makes a lot of sense for this TV show and for this moment in this TV show. And I appreciate that. And this moment. I just had a weirdly strong reaction to this character. Totally. Yes. Very I think, different. I think this character would have been received very differently in 2017. Ploppability, baby. And that was called Bridget's intense voice for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Miranda doesn't call Carrie or doesn't call Steve. That sexy egg, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie like is like, I had a looming deadline, so I couldn't help. Miranda so she puts like important phone numbers by her bed and like which goes. are sh- the Shanghai like Chinese place she likes to eat from her super and what was the other one I don't the know. doctor <laughs> very smart and so then Charlotte is on a date with Arthur um the Trump voter da- I mean yeah he looks and like this, it like, he's guy to be. bumps her chair and he gets in a fight and then punches him and yeah he becomes he just stands up. he's like you should apologize and the guy's like dude I bumped her chair I mean it's it's brunch it's busy and then he punches him in the face and then he threatens the waitress <laughs> i know um so he wasn't just a white knight brooke he was a white nightmare 2017 the white nightmare Ayo. <laughs> um and so then we get this amazing so we cut across town steve does show up to pick up miranda miranda's in these amazing goggles which i've always wondered what they were from and then she puts sunglasses on top of them never mentioned the goggles he, he, he tries to hold her hand and she's like, no, just don't let me bump into the door frame. One cab ride and two potent pills later. And this actually is very interesting. Steve is trying to help her get into bed and Miranda goes, no rescue, yeah, no rescue. No. He's trying to take her shoes off and she won't let him even like do that much. So in Brooke is a Miranda. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a time when I was in college and I was. I had almost broken up with my my boyfriend for the first time, uh, and we didn't. But it was the first time we like established that that was maybe an option before mm-hmm. entering long distance. We didn't end up breaking up for a full year after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had just like had this awful disappointment at school, and it was at the end of the year, and I like didn't get this thing I I really wanted, and was oh and I, re- was, I know what you're talking about was yeah. told that, whatever yeah, but, yeah 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 yeah, and then we had a cast party. And I got. We have talked about this because I remember that night. I remember you that night. I don't. Yes. What I do remember is somehow walking back home by myself, mm-hmm. getting to my apartment. Now, my boyfriend at the time had a key to our courtyard. And I guess I left the door unlocked because we kind of did that. Yeah. Um, H&D, baby. And he tried to like, I was throwing up and he tried to take care of me. And I was like, no, I think I've literally told this wow. story. You don't get to rescue me. You don't get to save me. I don't want that. I <laughs> don't like literally, literally this, this scene. I was like, stop it. You are not saving me right now. I just, and I was like, that's like one of my only memories of that night. That is vivid. And it's, that is exactly this. That's beautiful. 
are imitating life he and but here's the beautiful thing steve has he knows he gives up she says no no rescue and he says all right sleeping beauty like put get your feet under there also just like the continuing references to princesses it's very princess (laughs) and she has these amazing goggles on she looks over in the sunlight and steve is just like a precious little baby angel sleeping Sleeping, like not touching her like on the other side of the bed and it's blurry through the the goggles first time in her life she saw things clearly she raises the glasses and there he is. And she puts her hand in his. She slides it up and holds his hand, which was the thing she refused to do in all their conversations. It's weird. So Samantha, I'm going to skip ahead because like. This, this part's boring. <laughs> Samantha goes to a fire station. She's dressed all hot because she wants her own like personal sampling of fireman eyes. To, she's going to visit the guy she hooked up with. And it's not what she expected. They're all like older men with mustaches and, yeah. and then they dad fuck. bods. And then she fucks him on against the fire truck like fully. And then she gets into the boots. There's um, a bunch of gear around. So she climbs into someone's like overalls and, with this. The, and then there's an they? emergency and they leave her naked. Because the one of the guys runs in and is like, get the fuck out of my suit, lady. And she's like, what? And then she has to like squawk her way out and cover. Also, it, it's, they like do a full shot of her ass while she's pulling her pants her on at one point. Her body is unbelievable. It is. It's, it just was such a like, a, oh, was such a shot. We see her boobie. Yeah. Lots of full. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So then Carrie is fully dressed. She's ready to go. Looking at the car. Out the window. And it's Saturday, Saturday and the guy is, has is showed up. Le- leaving a voicemail. Like, I'm going to leave in 10 seconds. And he does. He, he counts. He does. Which, yes, I appreciate. He does leave. He And he does this sort of cute thing in terms of the writing where he gets down to one. And then he's like, one and a half. Which also I was like, dude, that's not how halves work when you're counting. You could have gone to half. <laughs> he says, sometimes a girl really needs a half. Which is what she says to him in their first conversation. And then she calls Miranda and is like, why? Immediately, which I love. Why am I not going? I'm and fully dressed. What am I doing? And Miranda's like, you hate Staten Island? No, don't think so. Any other ideas? Just say it. Big. You're terrified of getting hurt again. Boom. She needs Miranda to say it to her. Also, she does this hilarious thing where she... The phrase single independent women in their 30s are never supposed to think and let alone say out loud. So it's back to that. Uh-huh. And then she... And then she says, yep, okay, got to go to Miranda, which is funny. So um, that's what I'm... I just think that... The crux of it is that he's... The crux is that he does leave. Yes. And then she follows him. Yes, totally. So, it's a decision for her to make because he's a comparison to Big and because she's hung up on Big and afraid of getting hurt again. Absolutely. Yes, his methods are totally not valid. necessarily kosher or good, but... I get it. I, I really, in terms of the TV show, it all makes sense uh-huh. to me. I just, re- I didn't expect to react. So, um, so she gets on the ferry and goes after him and he's like, how did you show up here? And she says, "Ferry, all alone. I'm very independent. I can see that. And she's like, this isn't a date. Important. Uh, I but mean, here's then, a concerned citizen, which is like, she says, there's a woman on my block who will not pick up after her poodle. So he says, can, I'll look into it. Also, can I take your coat? And then she says the real thing, which is. It was a bad breakup. Which is the thing he asked her very, very quickly in their first conversation. And she's like, I need to take so this slow. So I have to slow. take it slow. So which good for her. Good for also her. Growth. Good for Carrie. Also consent. Yes. And that happens again because in the coat closet, he says too fast when, he kiss, when they're yeah. kissing. So they get into the coat closet. So he, he has earned. And some points here. He, and they have this like really weird kiss. And then there's like all this ADR or AMDR where you like you you can tell that they went had to go in and re-record these lines yes. because their mouths don't separate. Yes. So they're kissing, but the lines are happening. Yeah, it's really funny. And so and they're like banging into the coats. He's like, do I get your vote? And, and then, then they, they make out. And and it's it's a very consensual. Yes, it is very consensual. Carries into it. He says too fast. And I literally wrote down like, OK, because that. OK. There, he's he's understanding and then she's like i gotta go i gotta go i gotta catch the midnight fairy he's like you're so sexy no kissing is enough it's enough for tonight really and she finally breaks away and, and she's she, running cut to her running to the ferry she like gets out of a cab as it pulls away of course also like could the cab not have stayed for five seconds honestly it roars it away been an expensive cab though that's true and then she loses her shoe well and she's what else wearing, is she gonna do she can't call an uber she's wearing blue and white and she loses her shoe and she's cinderella literally cinderella her shoe falls off so princesses all over the place and she like throws cash and then john slowdy rolls up in his car and is like come on i'll take you literally two seconds later like he's followed the cab but that's okay yeah i guess that is a little strange i mean on the other hand he he assumed she'd miss it and didn't want her to be stranded so listen i'm being 
presumptuous. But what she says is also super interesting about it. Like her final thought on it. Yeah. Because she puts her, uh, she, so Cinderella, she puts the slipper on and as she f- puts on her shoe, he rolls up and it's like, I knew you'd miss the fairy. And she, you know, need a ride. which is also remember big is also similar to the, the when big he pulls thing. up he that's what happened the fr- that first n- I wonder night. if he's yeah. gonna be in another episode I don't think that he is but I'm curious I didn't think he was either but they don't so exactly wrap it sometimes up sometimes a woman absolutely has to be rescued and she, she goes this is cute she yeah. goes it ends on a good note because he's like do you have any idea how to get out of here and she's like mm, take a right that's what she says. So it's like, do you have any idea how to get the fuck off this island? Okay, make a right. And sometimes a woman absolutely has to rescue yeah, a man. Yeah, exactly. But so she's like, we're only going to my apartment. You're dropping me off. And he goes, okay. Yes, totally. Thumbs up. And then he gives her a thumbs up, which is cute. It's like she knew. And that's the end of so the So listen, Staten I took you Riley. on a roller coaster there. I just, here's, just don't, just let don't me give say out it. your just address. Let me, just let me say it. That's all. Just let me say it. Staten Island, <laughs> fairy tale. There it is. Sorry. No, that's okay. I was okay. off on my horse again, no. galloping away. Well, I just like I think I think you're totally right. I think that it's super scary, but I I think don't Maybe give her just that, PSA, yeah, lady. Stay sexy. Don't get murdered. Stay fucking sexy. Just don't give your address out, don't Carrie. Give your that was silly, out, Carrie. That's but it. also, yeah, that's all. So <laughs> that was a that was a I think a great. I loved it. Season three opener. Me too. Intrigue. Um, Samantha was kind of a throwaway. Samantha was, I resonated with Samantha because she wasn't really in it. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. I resonated with Miranda. Yeah, and hardcore. And Miranda. Yeah, I really, Miranda. For ha- me. 100% Miranda. Hundo P. But, and I do understand a little bit the Carrie thing of like the, the real crux of the, wasn't even so much about being rescued for Carrie as it was about being, not being broken again after big. Yeah, yeah. I it's know like, how but, that goes. you know, yeah. That fear. The t- me, 102. Yes, um, same, very Ploppable, full. we sort of talked about a little bit already. Yeah, I most think, of it I think actually could. I think Charlotte, there are Charlottes out there. Mm-hmm. And I think the sh- for the Charlottes, we love you. Do your thing, girl. You're ploppable. Samantha, fuck who you want to fuck. Yeah. Miranda, ploppable. Get Absolutely. LASIK, fight your feelings. Carrie, also Get LASIK, ploppable. fight your feelings. Fight your feelings. <laughs> hey. Get LASIK, fight your feelings. That's it. Put Official it motto of this sticker. podcast. Um... Carrie. At, at Carrie. I think John Slattery, not so ploppable. Um, I mean, it probably, yeah. I, I just, I guess the whole thing could have been eliminated if Carrie I hadn't think given. I think that whole, inter- all those interactions would be different if with the technology of 2017. I think is. I, I think you're totally right. Also, something I did like about him, too. This has been me going 180 degrees in circles and circles and circles. Um, when he pulls away from the house, when he actually leaves, the last thing he says is, please vote. Which I was like, I'm glad you actually stuck to that out because that's an important message. <laughs> and I, yes. even though you used it to like seduce her partially. Uh, and can you think of like George Bush is about to become president? Oh, wow. Yeah. About to. Really? Just about. Uh, okay. <sighs> We're done with plopability anyway. So. Well, I wanted to start a new thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all heated from the conversation. <laughs> Sorry. <I just> cut. <laughs> it's okay. We got into politics. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay, so there is something that I will give Alex, my brother, credit for. The invention of a thing that we, and especially in the Northwestern theater community, use of the Delta Up and the Delta Down system. Mm. Where a Delta Up is a change for the better, a Delta Down is a change for the worse. Oftentimes, after a process, you're like, who's your Delta Up, who's your Delta Down? Beautiful. So I was thinking, uh, we for every week, we could have a Delta Down for the week and a Delta Up for the week. Mm. Like a rose and a thorn type it, yeah. situation, but we could use our own vernacular. Beautiful. So... Bridget, what is your Delta Up or Delta Down of the week? Um, Delta Down was that car accident, and mm. Delta Up is. I'm excited for our Halloween costumes. Oh my God, yes. For me, Delta Up is yoga teacher training. Mm-hmm. Namaste. And my Delta Down is. Um, how busy I am. It's mm. like a good thing, but I'm yeah. like, I'm like a little on like a thin rope. And right. It's not great. Yeah, I, but like, you're taking a self-care 24 hours soon. So like four hours. <laughs> well, yeah, at least you're doing what you want to do. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. Uh, yeah. That rope gets real thin real fast. Yeah, baby. I just like, I'm not sure how long I can sustain this mm-hmm. or I'm going to like Phoenix rise from the ashes. Like yeah. a beautiful creature. Stronger and better than ever. Stronger, stronger, stronger than yesterday, Bridget. Oh, well called back. Yes, ma'am. Um, how may I find you? 
on the social media? You can find me on Twitter at Mrs. Bert Macklin. And you can find me on Instagram at BridgetM37. Brooke. You can find me at Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. And you can find me on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. And it's, oh, and collectively we are at, at Splat, Splat Podcast. Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, on on Facebook. We are Splat the Podcast. Please like us. Um, email our, us. We got the sweetest email oh from God. our friend Carrie. Carrie. We love you. Please. We love you. We're obsessed um, with you. Uh, good luck at your new job. Good luck at your hey. new job. You're killing the game. Um, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Please do. Follow it helps us, us so much. Follow A-Cast. us on Acast or wherever you Thank listen. You. Thank you, Caroline, for our beautiful, beautiful new, art. new brand like, art. I can't. We're obsessed. I've been, I've been. I've shown so many, people. so many people. It is amazing. And you're amazing. People have no idea what the podcast even is. I've shown them. Yeah, I'm like, look at this thing that someone drew. <laughs> it's incredible. Us. And happy birthday to my dad. It's David Wiseman's birthday today. We had to come back this week just for this. Uh, he's the best. I love him so much. Um, I'm so lucky that he's my dad um, and i'm lucky he's our podcast dad i'm lucky that we're, i'm glad he's our podcast dad thank you to him for everything that he and for keeping the wicked folder thank you for keeping the wicked folder um if you want to know what the wicked folder is please hit uh, us up slide into our dms because i don't need that on the public record it's a good story um and i'll see you guys on the flip on the flippity flop baby <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.